Hi, I'm Sandy Gardner, and you're listening to Late Night Vacuum. Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum. <laughs> it's so true. That laugh is, is laughter of a desperate man that knows that he's going to burn in nuclear fire. And we are finally back with yet another episode of Late Night Vacuum. I am one of the two hosts here, Grockies, followed up by the much more wonderful, much more magnificent Dublar Thackeray. It is amazing to see you again, sir. Hey, sir, it has been a while. How are you? How are you yes, been? it has. I'm doing much better now. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, shall we kick off with some deep-throated rumblings? Ooh, deep throating. Yes. On the count of three. One, two, three. Uh, uh, it's always a little dribble after. The um so gotta you gotta shake the voice a couple shake times. Shake the voice. It has been it's um, and it's very good for uh, to be back. Um, hello, chat. Hey, Photon, how are you? Um, uh, we've got lots of things that we can catch up and talk about because um, uh, we took a bit of a break. Um, before we do that, I'd like to ask Rackies, what have you been playing? A lot of Overwatch, to be honest. Yeah? I've heard of that. Yeah. The... I think. Tell us about it. While on break. Uh, Overwatch is a first-person shooter competitive game by Blizzard with multiple different characters, each having sort of a different role and then different abilities within that. When you start playing it competitively and really paying attention, holy fuck, does it get really in-depth. Yeah. And it's... I don't know why it can be rage-inducing, but it is relaxing to me. So I, on my time off, played a lot of Overwatch. A lot of Overwatch. Just endless amounts. Yes. Um, that's pretty awesome. I'm laughing, by the way, because I've just read Photomorph's comment in chat. When did Dublar become a Wookiee genetics development test lead? My God, that beard is... <laughs> My God, that is Beardman. Yes. Hi, I'm Beardman. Yes. Um, over the uh, holiday break, um, uh, Grackies and I... Uh, Basically, uh, it looks we're, we're the we the visual equivalent of a sweat lodge. Um, yeah, we got a bit hairy. It's true. Yeah. Um, so so uh, anything else apart from Overwatch? I played a little bit of Star Citizen finally. Yes, I'm going to come to that. Um, and Seven Days to Die. I keep hearing about that, but I keep forgetting what it's about. That one's another one of those survival building games where you have to gather resources and survive in a nasty environment and, uh, you know, try not to die with horribleness around you. And, oh, yeah, after seven days, a zombie horde comes to eat your flesh. Oh, so regular life, basically. Uh, Current America. You've you've got a fan. Uh, Devoted to Mercury says uh, you should see Raki's play May. He's an annoying asshole, and it's great. It's true. May in Overwatch is considered the devil. Mo- most of the players now call her devil. Why? Uh, her ability, her weapon, the main attack on it, left click, <laughs> fires out a sort of frost spray where if you hold it on a character for a couple of seconds it freezes them in place for about half a second 0.75 seconds mm-hmm. where you get a free headshot or two in and your team can jump on them oh nice she can also throw up a giant wall of ice mm-hmm. which blocks off an area and to get through it takes a ton of damage as well as freeze herself in a block of ice which heals her and makes her invulnerable to all damage for a bit So basically she is a demon of you can't kill me and you're not allowed to go anywhere. And then eventually I'm going to spike you in the head with an ice spike and you die. 
that would be very good to kind of lock down um, an arena. That That's what she does. She locks the point. Oh, nice. She locks the choke down. So if you combine her with a tank, you basically, you just switch back and forth and, and make hell for everybody. Uh, Phone Wolf is saying, May isn't the environmental scientist. She claims she's just a troll, an ice troll. No, she's both. She's both. Um, yeah. My side. She's a she's a environmental scientist and a frost elemental. Rawr. As you get around. Um, on my side, uh, I, Gracky's knew what I was going to be doing, but I don't know if I I, I said it to everybody. But uh, I I have a gaming laptop, but it looks like a proper laptop that adults would use. So it's got the best of both worlds. It can do serious shit, and it can. Um, you know, Excel really well. And uh, I loaded it up with a ton of Steam games uh, ready to play offline. And I, um, uh, you know, managed to figure out that if uh, PTU or whatever kind of came out for 2.6, I could maybe get a download and have a bit of a play of that. I spent most of my, well, not most of my time, I spent some of my time playing Blood Bowl. Um, Blood Bowl? Yeah, Blood Bowl 2, I think it was. Um, on Yeah, it's a wonderful game. Fantastic game. Uh, played it like mad. Um, absolutely love it. I, I used to play it from the board game. The, the, the real yeah, physical. that's where I yeah. played it. Um, so, what do you run? Uh, well, right now I'm still running the Humies. Um, so uh, what's kind of interesting is, um, as much as I'm loving the online experience, they are making the game feel and take much longer. So I'm playing like an hour a match rather than uh, a, a, like a 20-minute blitz. And I think a lot, and a lot of that is how they've kind of sliced and are presenting the options to you. Um, they have a much faster game under there if they'd be willing to let it go. Um, but eh, each other on. Um, and I did manage to download over a, a 700 kilobyte a second connection uh, a couple of the PTU patches overnight, um, and I was able to on on the worst ping ever uh, walk around and engage people um, on 2.6 PTU um, uh, and uh, you know try out a caterpillar, uh, fly around, crash things. It was hilariously bad because I was using a gamepad controller and I'd forgotten everything. Um, and then I played fuck all games because I had grabbed and downloaded every episode of Critical Role, um, a game I've had a little yeah. bit about, a role-playing game I had a little bit about, and uh, I watched it all end to end. And now I'm blind, but I, I instinctively understand everything about uh, spell duration. Um, uh, okay, so Scanlan hit you with a biting eye spell then. Uh, yes, and he and he he, he gave me a, a stomach bug, and I I rode con and I saved, but then that, that's not a stomach bug; that's an STD. That's an STD. Yeah, yeah. He hit me where it truly does hurt. Um, uh, but was cubed, <laughs> cubed. Um, but what was interesting for me is that I've obviously been kind of following and watching um, Garaki's bad rolls, uh, role playing game, and now I'm doing this critical watching critical role. Um, the last time I played D and D was when it was a D and D, and it was second edition, and we had to worry about Thacker. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so now I'm in a whole new world of wow, this is greased lightning. Um, yes, as devoted Mercury Five E plays really well. It's set up really well for quick playing and story, but still yeah. having those fun D and D mechanics. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading Broken Matt. Uh, oh, I played a little of that, but I, I, I think he's talking about Blood Bowl. Um, I, pl I played a little bit of that, but lost interest quickly as soon as I realized I couldn't walk out of the stadium and fly into the sky seamlessly landing to set up a farm on a distant moon. I felt conned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Two hit armor class zero. Wow. Yeah, that brings me back. Brings me back as well. Um, yeah. So... Um, I was saying I've even started kind of generating. I've been I've been downloading on my phone um, character class generators, and I'm going, oh, could I be? Oh, I'm a sad. But yeah, so that was that was kind of what I've been doing the last few while. Um, cracks. We've got 
quite a few things to talk about with Star Citizen because there's been we've been we've been away for a bit, um, and there's been so many odds and sods. Uh, I don't even know if we can do this sequentially. Um, shall we do it as a grab bag? Yeah, just we'll grab bag. So this. let's grab bag this. So grab. So we'll do this, and we'll get chat involved as well. <laughs> yeah, it was advanced article. Um, uh, you pick something, and then I'll pick something, and then we'll pick something from uh, chat, and we'll say so we round robin it like that, and we can just kind of keep talking about those kind of things and kind of see where it All takes us. All the different things. All the different things. So out of the last wee well, bit, what what do you want to talk about? Bennies. Um, what about Bennies? It works now again what? in 2.6. You can push the machine around again. Not just that, people can see you push the machine around. They can also see you push NPCs around. It's which means it's not a client side object anymore. That's legit cargo. It's almost okay. See now, you saved out the last bit there because it's almost like you skim past all the all the meat and you went to you went to the bennies but now but now we come back to cargo it's real folks everybody can see it and you can touch it and i stole an npc from the station and put him into a caterpillar and yeah him somewhere and I, he died i saw you shoving your head into him yes it was uh it was naughty mm-hmm. there, there was it, you know, it was a little bow chick about while I trying never, to show them I never outside. knew you were into butt stuff. Um, Who is a not true? Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, so you can now actually. These are actualized. These actually, was it? They have. I think the framing. Now I'm going to make it all up. But they have like their own now associate ID, which now allows them to be um, uh, 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 measured and visible in everybody's space. Um, mm-hmm. Which is great because yeah, this is this is cargo, um, which kind of is interesting. Just that that they can do that. I mean, not that they can do that, but I wonder what else doesn't have that because it could be quite interesting and it could be an in, uh, interesting uh, 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 Gracky's test cycle of uh, how many things can I fuck with and uh, can other people see them. Oh, you, you know I'm going to do that. I'm going to gather a pile of junk mm-hmm. and be like, can people see my pile of junk and see me smash into it and uh, scatter it everywhere? And... So basically, uh, everybody um, subscribe to Gracky's on Twitter so you'll get a, a message when he goes live going, hey, can everybody see my junk? <laughs> That's going to be my next stream title. Yeah. Um that's that's going to be perfect. Um, uh, anything else from there? Um, or, or I'm trying to think what what can I say that I've seen that I was interested in. Um, I was really taken by the Esperia Prowler. Yeah, it's been a while. So the Esperia Prowler looks like a bird of prey, as it were. Um, that's right. Okay, now I remember it. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, chat, get yourself ready for what you want to talk about. Um, so the Asperia Prowler, uh, I actually, you and I joshed about what the design could be. Um, and I thought of something where it was basically almost just a drop ship, but for people straight in, straight out. Um, obviously I thought of it as some kind of weird 1950s drawing of an alien spacecraft, like a, like a cigar tube or something. Nowhere near as sexy as what what we got yeah um but uh, i was very taken with that um and it just looks amazing i'm not exactly sure what kind of utility it will have in game um i think boarding is going to have a lot of utility in game yeah i think that especially with large ships large space stations and the like that shields are going to be near impossible to take down on them without you getting a crew to do some damage like either you're going to need to go punch for punch battleship on battleship style you're not going to be able to take on a battleship in a dinghy Mm. unless you bring a crew with you that has the right equipment to punch through the battleship so that's where they'll come in they're they'll be good for those specialty missions they're they're going to be your special forces crew I'm really loving the idea that um, 
what happens is that there's an 890 jump flying around and Asperia Prowlers just quietly comes up, lands and deploys a team and it turns out it's a band. And they're there just to play. <laughs> I'm going to do that now. <laughs> Excellent. Um, other other uh, things. Let's see what's been happening. In People don't want to talk about your junk um, visualizations. Uh, Photomorph was, is talking about... Uh, yeah, space to ground will be important, Broken Matt. Um, Broken Matt actually says that in the letter today, Chris says Squadron 42 and 3.0 are coming in 2017. Um, I think I think as far as predictions go, that one's a given. I, yeah, I was going to say it's like 3.0 is coming in... It had better come in 2017. Yeah, just a bit. Um, if it doesn't come in 2017, there's a real problem. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a real problem there. Um, in fact, uh, I want to... Uh, we'll come back to you, because uh, I want to ask you questions about something, but we'll come to that in a second. Um, uh, what other things from the last few while jumped out at you? I mean, jumped out at me good. Grab back, grab back, grab back. On the whole ship thing, there was that F1 race car situation. It was a little bit too... On the nose. Like, like they stripped the wheels off of an F1 race car and added engines on the back like for a spaceship. And we're like, here you go. And I was like... Mm. It's I don't know. It's because one. I've seen so many beautiful spaceships out of them. I've come to expect more. Yeah. Um, and while it's it's a cool idea in theory, it just didn't seem to hit. It, that one just didn't land with a lot of people. It, it wasn't there, and it, I was one of them. I'm like, meh. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple of um, uh, things with it. I mean, one, uh, it, it came through during the stream when there was problems with the stream. So it didn't necessarily get the, there was the best release. Um, uh <laughs> somebody's calling it an abomination in chat oh dear or maybe that's about the herald because there is there's a couple of conversations going on um so a little bit of personal disclosure um i for the for the last two years um part of my job has been working with um formula one racing Oh. Um, yeah, don't want to get in too much. Uh, and it, believe me, it's not the sexy kind; it's just the nerdy kind of stuff. But you know, so I get to see things. Um, and when I first saw that uh, ship, uh, I actually didn't even realize it was a Formula One um, spaceship uh, because the way the image was presented, I actually thought that the side was the front. Because I was so used to the MISC ship language of um, curves and bubbles um, that uh, if you actually, and if you're in chat right now or if you're in uh, audio land, um, call up the, uh, the image, find it, and imagine what that ship would look like if instead of the, it being like the Formula One shape, um, the, the, the bubble at the sides was actually the front and back. And the seat was, was in that direction. It looks fucking great. It looks kind of weird, and it takes a while for your eye to process. It turns out the reason why it took a while to process was because it wasn't that inventive. And I am sorry that I said it wasn't that inventive, but it, it genuinely wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it didn't. It, I really think it could. If, if that's the concept, because they typically start with concept. It could go for it. Really could go for a concept phase two or a rework. Yeah. It it just it doesn't it doesn't seem to fit in with the manufacturer and the universe and the other ships. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, now the thing is, I mean, in terms of efficiency, in terms of everything, if there's a ship that you want to, um, uh, you know, be fast. Make it a Formula One shape, especially if you've got air turbulence and drag and various things, because that thing is like a knife through butter. So from uh, from that question, do you 
do you give up in <laughs> forgive me for using this phrase do you give up intelligent design um Ooh. i know um, everyone should give up intelligent design yeah um so bang um what can you say um that was you is there um from my side um uh, Star Circle has been doing a lot of shouting in caps, which is not particularly nice, but um, I take exactly where he's coming from. Uh, so we'll come to that for theirs. But um, I was um, particularly taken by, uh, yeah, by the Herald. Um, the Herald, the ship that I thought I, I liked at the beginning, but turned out to be not as aesthetically pleasing as I'd have hoped. And then it went into the into the game, and I took a walk around, and I went, "Damn, this is fine." If I don't have to look at the outside of it, I'm happy. Oh, I could go places with that. Um, so, <laughs> um, so the uh, yeah, so I was just completely blown away. And Coombs, uh, you've done fantastic work on the. Um, on the ship it is staggering how you make a ship that i was not interested in um such a visual darling um and while i'm not an overall fan of the exterior the the amount of detail that's in it you can just lose yourself in it um it was the when i was walking around it in the ptu it was the ship that um made me ask, well, what kind of things could I do with a ship like this? And made me think an awful lot about the roles and the potential adventures that could be had. Now, that's kind of interesting for me because I may have a few ships. Um, you could tip it over. I could tip it over. But um, but it's it's more a case of it does open up roles um, and options within, within the verse that I think it's going to be fantastic. It actually got me thinking about what was more important, my uh, my Havando Harbinger, no, my um, my uh, uh, my Sentinel. God, uh, what's the, begins with V? The name of the ship, the deep space fighter. The Vanguard. The Vanguard. The Vanguard Sentinel, which I have for ECM, uh, you know, Wolf and E Warfare. Um, trying to work out how that balances against a, a Drake Herald going, could I actually run the Herald and get everything I wanted out of an experience that I, from a, a, a Vanguard? They're going to do two different things, though. The Vanguard's more positional for in combat, closer in, in the middle of the scrum, mm. causing confusion. The Herald is more of an intercept spy type of ship where it's going to be able to use its items to pick up you know, broadcast, jump on information ahead of people, mm. use its speed to get away and get ahead of other information, get places sooner. It's, you know, it, it's the Bothan spies mm. as opposed to, say, I'm trying to think of a Star Wars ship analogy for the middle of the scrum, but that that thing's doing the, the work ahead of time. It's getting the plans and then the vanguard comes in to do the job. <laughs> oh, I, I still want to make a Rogue One spoiler, but I won't. Um, about getting the plans. Um, the um, there, there's a lot of love in um, in chat because I think it's fair enough to say that there was a pretty the, the stream for Christmas wasn't hot, but what was hot was some of the video segments. Mm. You okay? Uh, I I feel so bad for them yeah. for that 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 Christmas stream. We're gonna be honest here; it was a debacle. Yeah, um, everyone knows it. I'm I'm like one hundred and ten percent certain they realize it. Oh no! Just, yeah, they 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 know. Um, anything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah, and I mean, it time has passed since then. Um, there's a large part of me which doesn't really want to kind of break them over it because time has passed. No. Um, it's You're like, them over. yeah, but uh, no, because I mean, we, you do streaming a lot and we do this and I've been doing an awful lot of stuff in the back end. 
and I we we all know how hard it is to get right. Um, and when it isn't right, uh, everything goes wrong. I mean, just look at you and I trying to get this um, up right now. I'm having to uh, you know use audio from my webcam because this camera, this mic I've got in front of me is is completely dead for audio capture right now. Uh, we've we were thirty minutes trying to get screens and monitors sorted out. It's it's a nightmare, and we're doing. I would I would class it as semi professional. Um, yeah, it's not nearly. It's not multiple studios, multiple audio sources, multiple video feeds, yeah. multiple camera angles. So yeah, um, but fuck, it was bad. But hard out to them. Um, the uh, other piece was the uh, some of the videos that they they showed were absolutely. And the one that's been um, uh, talked about uh, a lot in chat is the Driller video. The Duel. The Duel? Rara? The Vandal. Oh, the Vandal. Oh, so like the Duel. And they didn't actually see it face off against anything like a high noon. Um, the, the, the Driller, the Vandal Driller. Holy shit sticks. Um... When I heard of that, I thought it was going to be a rather small ship, like for for like drilling into another ship. No, no, no. It drills through it. It dr- I mean, it is rather small to drill through another ship if it's a capital ship. I mean, this is a capital ship. The drill is a capital ship. Okay, it's small to drill into a king ship. Then they have a different size classification, I guess. Yeah, I mean. Uh, in chat, if any if if anybody has any sense of it, but um, I believe it was bigger than an Idris. Uh, was it bigger than uh, a Javelin or a Bengal? From what you could see. No, I don't think. I think it fell between the Idris and the Javelin in size. It's a chunky monkey, and maybe it's meant to drill planets. Yeah, um, and I, I. It's hard to see a design with all that glowing red, but. Uh, I would describe it as emotionless hate. Um, it's like um, it's nightmares. Hate is hate is a conscious action um, where you have made that judgment and that decision. And this was this was without judgment. It was just pure pure hate, but it was contained within that form. Um, and was it's like seeing a reverse ship. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. Uh, it was bad. I mean, in terms of it's, scary, it was a jaw drop. It was a pure jaw yeah. drop. You see, one of the, you, we've gotten so used to fighting because of the Sims and stuff, Vandal ships with Vandal swarm. So we see sides and glaives all the time, and we kind of laugh. We're we're going to be plunking those things out of the sky. You see a driller pop in above you out of quantum all of a sudden into the middle of your fleet, and then it just starts tearing stuff apart you're going to be screaming and running for the nearest ship just trying to survive, and half of your people probably aren't. It's just going to be pure chaos and terror when the Vondul show up, and it's going to be amazing. It's at moments like that I was going, yay, I've got a Polaris, that uh, uh, space coffin. (laughs) But, Yeah. yeah, fucked, totally fucked. Oh, my God. Um, So, uh, Graki's... We'll get back to you. Oh God, um, I was I was going to talk about the, the Vandal stuff because Vandal stuff, holy hell! Uh, I do have to say two six. Yeah, I, I can't wait for new servers. Hmm. I, I want that new networking code because please, dear God, help! The, the networking stuff is still ever present and detracts from what is wonderful in two six. And part of that was. I can't remember who because I'm so bad with names, but there was someone in chat. Uh-huh. They had a caterpillar and they're like, hey, do you want to see the caterpillar? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yes, yeah, please. yeah. So they got out their caterpillar and we just had random adventures on the caterpillar. Oh. And seriously, it was random adventures. It was just walking around a caterpillar, flying through space, opening side bay doors and looking out and going, Wee. That is such a surprisingly big ship. Oh, yeah. It's not like as, as tall... It doesn't have as much girth as a Starfarer, but it is very long. Well, as you do. Had to. Okay. 
Um, yeah, it's it's the most appropriate description to be perfectly honest um, to give you an idea. It doesn't have as many decks to it vertically, yeah. but the length of the ship, you can get yourself lost if you take a wrong turn for a second. You're like, crap, I went to the wrong cargo hold. I got to turn back around, and even though it's pretty much a straight shot. And it, it's because it's, it's got designed, layers. Yeah, it's design feels very, very Drake. Hmm. Like it's bolted together with hard, you know, metal bolts, like someone, it wasn't manufactured in a pristine conditions. It was cobbled together by scrap metal that got smelted down and then put back in to what they could get out of uh, old rusted out industrial center sort of thing. And then they had people there with actual like mechanical instruments, putting the welding bolts in, like actually bolting the metal together and then someone sitting there with a welder. It wasn't machines. It wasn't, you know, a clean laboratory auto assembly line looking thing. Have, it was. And with that, have you played? Have you played the X eighty five yet? I have not. I thought I'd get one in my um, hangar, and I didn't. So I need to try and grab it again and see what's what. Maybe they've they've updated it because I have an eight nineteen. I thought well that would appear, but we'll see. Um, the what really uh, I liked as well was uh, Lumberyard, that switch. Ah, now, the lumber oh my switch. God, there has been so much talk about this and most of it crap. <laughs> um, <coughs> but as everybody should know by now, um, uh, CryEngine, the, the engine that could, um, is built by Crytek. And Crytek are unfortunately the company that can't. Um, Oh. oh, excellent. Thank you, Underscore. Underscore has just given a message saying that um, the loaners for the 890 should be in there. Awesome source. I'm going to play my space BMW and I'm going to um, uh, park very badly and block other people's pads. Um, as is... So you're going to fly a 300? Uh, for the audio people, I was just fingering Grackies. The... Um, <laughs> So for, uh, where was I? Oh, I've totally broken now. Yeah, no, Lumberyard. Um, so, yeah, so it's a sad thing, um, fortunately, but um, as much as I love um, Crytek, uh, they have had their own troubles. Um, and when you have uh, to kind of look at how you handle, uh, you know, server usage across the world, um, with networking and so forth and so forth, you really have three people to go with. You've got Microsoft, you've got Amazon, and you've got Google. And uh, nothing has been kind of uh, kind of committed upon um, except that now they have with with Amazon uh, for AWS because Lumberyard is the same branch of um, the CryEngine that the star engine effectively has been built on. So it was a two day move over um, as a result that uh, opens up other potential things that they can do. And it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Um, uh, as Starsicle says, I look at it like this, support and infrastructure. I mean, yeah. absolutely lovely. They keep all the stuff they built and they get the new networking stuff. Yeah. And of course, they are um, working on their own networking stuff to work on top of that. And they've been doing some amazing things there from what we can see um, from behind the scenes uh, with various kind of um, uh, uh, brains that have been kind of looking at that. Um, and it's fantastic. It's just a fantastic setup. Now, there are always questions about what will happen in terms of well, where is the nearest server to me. Uh, but to be honest, unless you're living in Virginia, um, in Hendon or Reston, it's very hard to get a server on your doorstep, like literally on your doorstep. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited by it. Um, yeah. We should see pretty decent pings and set up around the world because... Amazon really does have a really well-built infrastructure for that. Yeah, quite a lot of our businesses in where I am work run on it. Um, so uh, Crytek was going to we're going deep into VR. Yeah, um, but that's okay because so was everybody else. Um, so um, yeah, so yeah, 
I think I think it's an absolutely brilliant move. Um, the, my only, my seriously only the downside about all of that that I'm really critical on is I really hate the lumberyard font. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not fucking joking. I have a thing about typography, and it's like Comic Sans cursive it's, almost. Yeah, it's 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 like Comic Sans had a had had a had a, had a brother that was slow. Um, it's Comic Sans and script having a baby. Yeah. Um, uh, Starsico is saying that AWS is already number one. This is the start of a meme. Uh, well, who's number one? Um, and then we been to cut several times. Um, but yeah, um, chat. Anything from your side that kind of stood out? Um, Rafi, is anything from yours either? In the There's last so couple of months, much. there has been so much. So we, are we are we are we are cherry picking like months. the mad cherry pickers we are. Um, yeah. But there is literally so many things that have happened, and uh, it would. I can't remember all of them. Uh, not to mention Star Marine coming out. Oh my god! I can't believe we've not mentioned that. How are you finding it? Honestly, yeah, it needs work. It needs a lot of work. In There's what way? Uh, balancing issues with the weapons. There's this the shotgun problems. Uh, shotgun laser rifle doesn't really compare. It, it, it basically comes down to use the ballistic rifle or die. Compare, like your kill death is much much better with the ballistic rifle because you can snap off shots that are more damaging or as damaging and you can do it faster. The only downside is that you have to reload mm. with it, but it can still hit people down a full hallway without issue. You'd expect a shotgun if you get into point blank with someone that if you get into a fight with them that they don't get a chance to mow you down with a ballistic rifle bef- after you've gotten off two point blank shotgun blasts right in their face. Mm. Yeah. So there's there's a hit registration thing going on there uh there's still some movement stuff that's a little bit clunky at times um stuff with sprinting they they need the stamina in there they need to work that out grenades need to be worked out a little bit better. are you finding that because that right now they're kind of clunky does sprinting stamina change depending upon the weight of the armor Right now, it's just hold, shift, and sprint everywhere to get everywhere all the time. So it's really, okay. really fast moving with a really low time to kill at times. Right. Um, so y- you can still move really, really fast sprinting everywhere and get your weapon up and just start spamming fire. Oh, yes. Um, uh, they did, um, uh, I did. I did notice that as of a couple of hours ago. They, I'm trying to... Uh, get a tiny hand up into my screen. Um, they did actually mention there's going to be a, a point one patch update, um, which will fix a couple of issues. Um, hasn't they haven't given the list of things, so I'm wondering if maybe some of that will get uh, tweaked. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be worked out. It's just it's a good baseline. It just needs work. Yeah. Um, Broken <laughs> Matt uh, has been making a couple of comments of a few other people. Um, Star Marine is really fun. Grenades are not easy. Um, yeah, the grenades are pretty messy. They, like, the toss animation gets weird. Like, your hand sometimes sticks in midair, or the grenade, like, as it leaves your hand, becomes this, like, weird wobbling mess in the air. Occasionally, you'll throw it, and it'll go behind you on the ground, so you'll think you threw a grenade into a hallway, and really, it's like, no, I put it behind you, because you you fumbled your grenade and now you're going to explode. There's no grenade indicator to let you know if you, if that happened. So it, there's, there's some real wonkiness around that. And those are like the first of your utility items is just the, that grenade. So you, there's going to have to be work around that. If they're going to have issues like say deploying barriers possibly, or tossing down, any other utility things. It's just bugs that need to get squashed. Mm. There And there's a good chunk of them. But we've never really had FPS to this level where we could go in there and hammer it and hammer it and hammer it really fast and efficiently. So a lot of that stuff is now being brought more visible and more readily available for us to tell them, hey, here's where all your problems are. Please fix. I'm going to bring you back, back, back. 
to a time, a mystical time. Close your eyes and remember when Arena Commander first went live. Can't remember. Do you remember at least the point eight? Vaguely. Well, point eight was really good, actually. To be honest. With yeah, you. point eight was actually sweet. pretty good. It if was I remember. Brilliant. Um, well, I mean, my kind of line is that um, you know I think we've got a fairly polished uh, experience with problems, but do you know what? There's a word called iteration, and that's what we're in. So hey. Let's just keep um, pumping um, CIG full of our our nutritious knowledge, and um, and 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 see what they come up with. Um, the uh, I I've not played any of the FPS. I haven't um, unfortunately had the time to, and also because I'm kind of terrified. I can do ship to ship pew pew because that's not like FPS. That's not like me running around and um, getting headshot every single time. That's what normally happens with FPSs. Um, hang on, I'm just reading that strange message that we've got. Um, Wolf is saying, Are you telling Grakis that the ghosts of Star Citizen past, present, and future will soon visit? Oh, I yes, no, the ghost he, of Star Citizen future. Yes, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't Ebenezer in him. Mm. Um, please, please send me the ghost of Star Citizen future because then I get to see the future. Like as happens in the story, except it's pertaining to Star Citizen, so I'll get to play the the three stuff like with with jump points and things way ahead of time. Send them, send. I want the send me the Ghost of Star Citizen Future now. The Ghost of Star Citizen Future, the Ghost of Star Citizen Future, will be a beautiful thing, but because we're on the journey, um, and uh, avid watchers and semi participants of the entire uh, escapade. It's going to taste so much better once we get there. So, uh, but I want to be entitled and impatient. No, don't be entitled and impatient. Don't be one of Damn those it. people okay. who don't understand that people have lives that they also need to sleep. That shit happens. And yeah. So what you're saying is that it takes time to develop wonderful, amazing product. Yes. It, I'm shocked. It takes if it, it, it takes time, and for the, for those for those people who who, I mean, it's fantastic. I'd like to do a series of tests with certain people where, um, you know, we start off with a kettle, and we turn the kettle on, and we just wait, and let's just wait for how long they spasm. They go no, I want my coffee now. Anyhow, sorry, I'm on the run. Um, uh, broken broken <laughs> mat. Um, has posted what looks to be a fantastic uh, video in chat, but what uh, it's actually about is the director tools. Um, the being able to move the camera in position. Now, I've seen yes. I've seen some imager galleries which are just beyond insanity. Um, there's a there's a person in the office who every couple of days he goes, give me my fix, give me. Give me my fix. And I drop him a little piece of Star Citizen info or something. And uh, the the work that's being done by um, people who know good composition um, with the director tools, it's absolutely breathtaking. Um, that new, yeah, that new camera set up. And you really do see the detail. And they're like... Yeah, this is in the game right now, and you go, ha! Huh. Yeah. Um, let's see. Just uh, quickly skimming through chat. Um, uh, Zylo posted a fan made video on Twitter. Sorry, yes. Yeah, 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 no, I've really got to see that video. Um, yeah, it's just pure, pure cinematic quality. Um, we have Panda Senpai is talking about our beards. Nice one, Panda. I hope you're well, by the way. Um, and Luke is going, hello, Grakis, who is the Wookiee next to you? <laughs> I, I have a mask for that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Anyhow. Um... <laughs> off i wouldn't have it 
Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, in the last couple of, um, uh, uh, in the last month or so, there's been almost like so much has happened and, and, and so not much has happened because it's really about getting two six out, getting it stabilized. It was uh, a terrible shame that 3.0 didn't actually materialize. That's personally I'd hoped. I know you had your own opinions about that. Um, but I'm I'm quite excited for 3.0 coming through. I it I want 3.0. Yeah. Um, and I don't want 3.0 to be the. I think this is what it's kind of been a little bit where it's 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 overshadowed um, a lot of what 2.6 is. Um, but 2.6, from what I've seen, my own experiences, uh, the experiences of uh, streamers, yourself especially, the experience of people in the various forums and whatnot, it's an incredibly solid experience. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely a step forward from 2.5. Yeah. We just need parts of 3.0 to complete things. Yeah, like we we need certain things to be more stable in order to take that next step, and it's 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 sitting right on the precipice of it, and that's what's got me so antsy. Is like I can see the the I can see the game. No, it's man. not just parts of the man. game and and the sections with the pieces. It, it's the game, like the first. It's right there, and I I want, I want but I have to wait. But it's right there. Chill. It's all going to come together. And when it does... It, <laughs> so it's sprinting to the finish line yeah. sort of thing. Um, <laughs> Gib 3.0. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's getting really close. Um, I just don't want them to stumble. Let them take their time. Um, let them you know, work on what they need to work. I mean, one of the things that they said previously was they, um, they had the choice of, uh, like when they were uh, doing stuff for CitizenCon, do they do... For CitizenCon, what looks good, or do they do for CitizenCon what works? So I don't want them to cut corners on this because um, when they hit 3.0, it's going to be pretty fucking big. Um, yeah, 3.0 is going to be the point where things jump. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if there's much more for us to talk about unless you can think of anything. I want to be a farmer. I, I'm actually looking forward to having a little colony spot and farming. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yep. Um, is this is this the hydroponic um, place? Is first off, are you making drugs? Yes. Okay, so you're that kind of farmer. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna farm space worms. Space worms, and you're gonna squeeze them for the juice. Um, yes, it's it's more of a rancher position, really. But you know, you gonna, are I, you going to be a jolly rancher to combine them with? Well, yes, I'm going to make jellies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be yeah. I'm 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 excited about. Uh, I'm. You see, this is the problem. This is where we can go down a tangent, and I'm a bit worried about it because, uh, you know, the homestead demo. Uh, the idea of home, everything kind of sprung up from that, and about having your own, uh, you know, your own base or your own kind of settlement. Um, the there is enough real estate in the game where this is entirely possible, and I can see hangers as being, uh, you know, hangers were home, but now we actually have the potential for a bigger home. Um, does that home is home? Home is home. So let's let's theory craft here and, 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 and bear with me on this because you know mm -hmm. this is pure conjecture. Um, hangers will eventually get folded into the game where, uh, of a form yes. where we can travel one from to another. Um, now there are potential uh, issues and questions raised around that in terms of um, uh, hangers from multiple locations like for example if you're on terra um oh incidentally um they got the green light today for the new terra mouse mats mm -hmm. um very happy um you get 
you know, say you're in Terra, there will probably only be a certain number of places where you can launch ships from. So therefore, you know, they have to work out how can we have, say, a thousand players launching from one area in the same way that they, they call ships and whatnot. Are they working from a base? Are they working from a personalized kind of hangar location? If they're working from a personalized hangar location um, and, and they are able to do um, uh, individual for each person, that means that all of that requires position, location, or mapping, which could be quite a thing, especially when you're trying to land or take off at multiple times. You know, I've played Grand Theft Auto. I know the shit you can get through with garages trying to get in and out of a hotel, uh, of an apartment block. Um, so you've kind of got that. But conversely, if they... They don't have traffic control, though, in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, true. Uh, but conversely, if you kind of expand that even further, what's to stop homesteads being hangers and ha- or having hangers or kind of like home bases? So I don't think we'll see anything like that um, this year. I, I know I'm trying not to read chat, and you've you've read something. I just read what Panda said. I said, "Holy shit!" Oh god, I'm gonna have to read these out, aren't I? Um, but I do, I do kind of imagine uh, a what if world where um, the notion of hangers as home exists. But then that allows for some kind of modular additional building a la what the old room system was going to be. Um, but then it has a more unique physicality so that um, you are uh, a unique space uh, in, in, in the universe rather than something which is heavily overlapping for those kind of things. Um, so let's just go through some of this. Um, <laughs> yes. Devoted to Mercury says, a mad scientist squeezing spice from worms in an endeavor only in Star Citizen, folks. Uh, uh, Wolf goes, uh, tell me, Grakis, do you intend to squeeze the juice out of them into a bottle and sell it as rem dangerous alcohol to obtain? Uh, that potentially numbs the tongue with a mere sip. I know what he's talking about. I do, too. <laughs> um, uh, Panda Senpai says, <laughs> I love the face at the end. I can see it now. Gracky's in a biodome, space worm spice flowing hot, and there he stands, the hugger himself, frying pan in hand as one strap of his overall slips seductively down his such oh down his shoulder. <laughs> um uh, Broken Matt. Uh Brett wants to have a home like in Star Wars Galaxies, a game I've never played. That's what I was thinking their system would be. Mm. Honestly, because a lot of, I, I don't know if it's subconscious or if they've looked at the design of it, but a lot of things from Star Wars Galaxies, good parts seem to have flown, ha, have been melded in with the ideas for Star Citizen. And there was a lot of good ideas around Star Wars Galaxies. They just pooched in it. So. Yeah. But one of the great things they had was player cities. Now, before player cities, there were, player homes and that's kind of how cities got started before cities actually could exist Mm -hmm. is people would take their plot of land they would basically say hey i own it now and drop a house there there were only certain areas where you could build you couldn't build everywhere but if it was buildable area and you had a basically a house plan you would drop it there and it would set up a a little house based on one of a few different house styles there there's a few set styles and you could be like this prefab house and then that's yours that's your land that's your house that's what you could set up later they added player cities where what would happen is a person in star wars galaxies you had to buy skills so it wouldn't pertain to star citizen but you might have to have a certain say reputation with a local government or something to form a city and what happens is a player would set up a town hall. Yeah. And that would mark off an area of land as this land is now this city. So that would mean there's no overlap issue anymore. That entire block of land is now that city. That's it. It's claimed. It's there. Done. That city now exists. That's pretty cool. And the only way for it to end up turning away from a city was for people to just basically not pay their taxes, not pay for the city anymore. It would go defunct. The town hall would, you know, despawn and then it's open land again because they didn't 
upkeep the city. So that would mean there would be a reason for local people to set up, say, local defenses and pay local taxes to keep bandits out and could have all sorts of, you know, little events that automatically pop up and missions and things around cities using prefab buildings they've already got, just allowing players to place these prefab buildings and zoning off a section of a planet when it happens and saying, okay, this is now city under this name in the server and so this land is marked and that's it that's a city just like any of the actual pre-set-up major cities are that's a city it's just marked wouldn't take them too too long to build that type of tech if for some reason in my head if it's not there uh i've just read uh broken matt saying haha dubla is going to be a mayor of some place game in game confirmed Possibly, but I was actually just thinking about Foursquared. If we have a futuristic version called Star Squared, where you can check in at various places and become mayors of different locations, that'd be quite nice. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's actually fantastic idea, Grackies, and that would be beyond awesome if they did that. It would make things a lot easier. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, Panda Senpai uh, says this, probably already spoken on, but if not, words on the erectile dysfunction first encounter. Rakis. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you mean elite uh, Yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> whenever I see whenever I see it initialized, I, it, it just brings um, certain ads that I used to see when I was in America to mind. I'm not saying anything about Americans. But, um, yeah. Uh, holy shit, balls. Yeah. Do you want to kind of recap? It, okay, so Elite Dangerous finally has had the first encounter with a flying Thargoid ship in-game. Thargoids are the one alien race that is known of in the Elite universe. They, mm-hmm. they use a different type of technology and more organic tech, and they're pretty nasty. Um, however... It has taken them from launch until now before even the first flying Thargoid ship has been seen. And it's super cool. Oh, yeah. Super exciting to see that. However, it's a scripted event that repeats exactly the same way every time. Yeah. So it took them this long to just get a scripted event with one alien ship in there. Is that on purpose because they've been just trying to prolong it? Or is that because that's as far as they are? And we don't know. They're very mysterious about the whole Thargoid situation. And so while it's a super cool moment to watch for a few seconds and be like, yes, that's awesome. It goes nowhere. That's it. It's a super cool moment that you might have to wait six months before the next little thing from a Thargoid pops up. It's always been like huge wait of time, really cool brief moment of something, huge wait of time, really cool brief moment of something like there isn't anything going for depth they keep sounds, going bread sounds like they're doing the pokemon go model i don't know that. Uh, oh the pokemon <laughs> go model sorry i couldn't understand <laughs> take a that second. For a moment. um uh so from and from from yeah it was kind of like when i saw the video it was shit this is cool um and you've got kind of i'm trying to compartmentalize it because yes it is absolutely uh beautiful to see um, there was a certain level of directorial skill there um, because it gave a, uh, a certain level of uh, in, intent and helplessness and so on. Uh, but at the same time, it's it's the first, it's the second, I don't want to say, I was going to say it's the first shoe drop. Um, but equally, I mean, we've had ruins before. Um so they've got like some kind of long plan to kind of apparently a long plan to kind of show and release stuff. Uh, it's you heard the footsteps before, and this is the first footfall. Yeah, like you heard them coming, and this is the first step into the door. And so. I, I wonder if they're doing it like the Babylon Five Shadows. Um, Babylon Fallen Five didn't take this long. No. It didn't take this long, but they did kind of drop and drop and drop, and then something really big happened. Um, but yeah, this is way extended, um, and I kind of wonder why. Um, it's not as if, I mean, theoretically, they're just ships. So unless having them there has 
a, a radically different approach to gameplay mechanics. Um, you know, boarding and various other odds and sods, first-person engagement, then effectively they could have been added a hell of a lot earlier. Um, so either they had to kind of stabilize and work on existing tech and do a, a cleanup and then uh, do the, um, uh, what's the technical term, uh, cash cows. Um, uh, the bit, <laughs> the bit where you had to buy the game again. Uh, now, yeah, that did not make a lot of people happy. Yeah, um, the <laughs> people are talking about Babylon Five. Good stuff. It's such a show. Um, now, I mean, here we are. I mean, I think we can say we've thrown serious money at Star Citizen, and yes, we are talking about um, uh, feeling shortchanged through um, Ely Dangerous's pricing model. And that tells you an awful lot about um, openness communication between the two companies uh, about how they're approaching things. Yes, it's always been known that for ED, there was going to be some kind of season aspect, season pass aspect, because that way they would get continual funding instead of, um, you know, uh, so they can keep building and iterating rather than the approach that Star Citizen and COG have done. But when you, when you pay for the full game again, um, you don't forget that. Especially when they initially talked about it, the planetary landing stuff was supposed to be in there as the base game. Yeah, let's not even get to single player. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but still, despite all of that, the world is bigger than uh, even just two um, uh, space games. There's more space games, and if if you're a fan of the space game, let nobody say otherwise because that's that's the game for you and it works. Um, I couldn't get mm -hmm. into ED too much because I wasn't particularly taken by the heavy grind because there was a no man's land of, of lack of progression and I balked at the idea of the VIP add-on where it's basically just a screen. Um, uh, there is a far there's far more richer options out there. Not even in, uh, you know exclude starters and there's far better options out there for that. I have to stop talking now because I'm, 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 I've got uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm going against a game that I, I haven't played for a while now so therefore I could be seen as uh, out of my depth so I'm going to stop I go check up on it every now and again yeah um, let's see some people in chat uh, yeah talking about Babylon 5 Thargoids will be the expansions uh, yeah so this is uh, marketing oh god if that is and it's a look at what you could get if you upgrade. Um, oh, there will be a lot of very angry people if Thargoids is an expansion. Yeah, um, that will be pretty. That'll be pretty rough. Let's put a pin in that and see what happens. Um, uh, I spent hundred hours in ED space trucking. It's a good game and worth a go. Yeah, you know what, Devoted? I totally agree with you on that. If it, I mean, like. Um, as much as people um, v v dislike, say, No Man's Sky, um, it's a game where you can shoot, you can zone out, you can simply do what you want. If you know, and for example, when I'm going to be playing Star Citizen, I'm going to be space trucking uh, for parts of it, and that's perfectly fine. And in ED, it's perfectly fine. I just have issues with um, how the management actually approach the customer. Um, now, you know, that's just my own personal take. So, um, Grackies, I think I that's, that's I think that's us. I do. Um, yes. But yeah, um, sir, um, your hairy face has been uh, long overdue in my hairy face. So it's good that we're 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 starting two thousand seventeen with this with this uh, with another episode of Late Night Vacuum. Um, yes. Where can we find you, sir? You can find me on Twitch.tv/slash Grockies G R A K E E S, as well as on Twitter, YouTube, and so on under that very name. And yourself, sir. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Thackeray. That's D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. 
and also on Twitter by that. And uh, you will occasionally see me in Gracky's chat saying semi-rude things because that's kind of what I do. Um, and I'll thank you for the follow on this one. If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that, that could be a lot.